0: This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Wes, Dreskel, Kaylee, Aaron, Danielle, The Letter, Jeff, Awesome Possum Blossom, Amy, Tia, Matthew, William, Brandon, Dave, Mandy, Scott, Kate, Isaac, Ori, Karun, Eddie, and Nick B. And all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome horror virgin community. And if you want to hang out with us, please do so in the Discord server and or Facebook group where we hang out and chat pretty much daily. Mikey and Paige are both nodding.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so tired. I'm also tired.
0: Yeah, we've been recording a lot this week because we had the extra bonus episode and we also pushed an episode into this week because my parents were in town. It's a good thing none of us got COVID this week or
2: whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: most of the people in this movie never worked in Hollywood again?
0: I don't think they worked in Hollywood <laughs> to begin with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to
0: the Horror Virgin. I'm Paige.
1: I'm Mikey. And I'm
0: your Horror Virgin Todd and this week you guys made me watch Madman! Mad
3: <laughs> okay, can I talk about the process of choosing this movie very please,
0: fast Please, please
1: do, because it was supposed to be something else. We tried to plan this month out better than we've ever planned a month out before, so we obviously fucked it up completely <laughs> beyond repair. <laughs>
0: and let me say, as someone who does not pick movies, like I'm not involved in any of those conversations, it was clear to me you guys had a plan going into this month we talked about it. i know i know We, we
3: had a plan we have a plan for next month too i'm hoping this same shit doesn't happen yeah so our original plan as mikey and i discussed about two weeks ago at this point was for this third movie to be the burning but back when we reviewed it two weeks ago there were a lot of streaming options and now there are literally one there is one it's on shutter i actually looked on shutter and it was
0: not on shutter
3: that's so crazy because they were advertising that it was on shutter i know
0: it's not even available on shutter anymore fuck it it was a shutter trap i literally like logged in to my account from that link that said they could see the burning and it was gone fuck i know
3: (laughs) Um, so our second choice because we had considered potentially a backup as well Our second choice was Cheerleader Camp, a.k.a. Bloody Pom Poms, which at the time was also available to watch a ton of different places and now is not. So the two movies we wanted to pick, not available. This movie, a few weeks ago, was not available, but we found the trailer, which took a while because there is another movie of the same name from, I believe, 2018. So that made it difficult. Also, anytime you try to look for anything madman, it's like, did you mean Mad Men? And I'm like, as much as I would like to watch Mad Men right I know, now. I
0: wish I did. I so wish <laughs> I did. <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but come to find out, this was now available to stream. So if you're like, why didn't they do the burning? I understand. We tried. Yeah. We will have to get back to it. We wanted to. <laughs> we, we wanted to. But also, at the same time, I am not upset that we watched this movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was this the first time we'd all seen this movie? Yes. Okay, yes. No. Oh, you'd seen it, Mikey? Mikey.
1: I have seen this movie. Wow.
0: Okay. (laughs) All
1: right. Okay, so I realized I'd seen this movie. One, because the theme song fucking slaps.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have I have fun facts about the music.
0: I have a question.
1: <laughs> which song is the theme song? The chant the sea shanty about a slasher killer.
0: Oh, you mean the one that Tony Fish sings at the beginning?
3: Uh-huh. Just so you know, there are four different ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> His name is T P in the movie, which I thought yeah, was. Horrible. Why would you name someone toilet paper?
1: Oh, uh, I, I thought it was DP.
0: No, it was just TP. <laughs> like his names were Trey Parker and he goes by TP. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or his. It's short for toilet paper. His yeah. name
3: is toilet paper and he goes by TP. His name
0: is actually Dennis Swanson, but his belt buckle says TP and that's what everyone calls him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That fucking belt buckle. I swear. I loved it, Paige. I also. Remembered this film I think I saw it A few years ago Okay And it must have been On Joe Bob's Last drive-in Or something
3: It had its fi- 35th anniversary about 6 years ago.
1: That may have been it because I remember the hot tub sex scene as well.
3: Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> I was
1: like, "Oh my god, this is the movie where they spin around the hot tub over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over and over and over." It's and over like again.
3: he's chasing her around the hot tub. It's so funny.
1: That is the most tense scene in the movie for me. No, man, the jets are just really strong and they're like just naturally <laughs> spinning with the water.
0: We'll talk about it more when
3: we get to that scene cuz I I have thoughts
1: so i i have seen this before and i did enjoy it in a mikey movie kind of level yes absolutely and then we had to pull an audible at the last second i just forgot that this was that movie then i was like oh this is that movie when they were like singing (laughs) when they're singing at the campfire i was like oh we're we're in for a ride yeah we lucked
0: out honestly like i'm happy that you guys chose this movie There's so many bonkers things
3: about this movie. It is paced maddeningly bad. Oh, yeah. And I did not care because at no point did it feel slow because I was too busy laughing at it. (laughs) And I texted you guys when I finished watching it early, early this morning for you, late last night for me, uh, because this movie is the room levels of bad. It is. Even like the sound effects, the sound effects made me laugh so fast fucking much like i that's <laughs> such a small thing but like I don't know if you remember in Ringu where they had that like stock punch sound effect for her to fall into the well yes the <laughs> <plop>. yeah yeah <laughs> this movie doesn't even have that but at a certain point they're like we need a scary sound effect for the monster man uh-huh and what they went with is essentially the equivalent of, like, a fake DJ scratch. Yeah. Where it's it's like, wiki, wiki, wiki. And you're just like, is
1: he <laughs> an evil DJ? What's happening? <laughs> DJ Cropsy in the house. He's not Cropsy. That was the burning. Fun fact,
3: it's both. Yeah, It is both. Oh. I will talk about it in Fun Facts oh, okay, uh, because okay, okay. The Burning was also. Mikey and I were debating where we were like, which one is the Cropsy
1: one? Well, Cropsy is credited in The Burning. Also in this movie. Yeah, he's credited at
3: the end of this one too. Oh,
1: really? Yeah.
3: Yep, it is both. And I will go over it in Fun Facts because it's a very bonkers story because <laughs> these movies are being made at the same time. So... On top of all of that, once you finally see the guy, like the madman, it's almost like somebody went into a spirit Halloween on November 2nd and was like, what do you have left?
2: Like, (laughs)
0: that's what we get. What's on sale for 90% off? I'll
1: take that. (laughs)
0: What's on sale? (laughs) Headcanon, this movie works a lot better
1: where the legend is all made up and really it's just Bigfoot who found overalls and living in a house. An elderly Bigfoot Because he has white hair Yeah And he just collects meat For his like little meat storage locker See
3: here's what it has to be It has to be a group of Bigfoot Yeah it's gotta be feet, right Yeah Bigfeet Yeah, Because <laughs> One of this movie's biggest problems And it made me laugh every fucking time Is that this movie Keeps forgetting where people are Yeah Like whoever was writing it Is forgetting The like established geography And where they've put their characters So like it's almost as if the madman can teleport. He is wherever the story needs him yes. to be at a moment's notice to the point where at one point she gets in the truck, drives to the head of the trail, and he's like trying to get into her truck. She drives and leaves him behind.
1: Yeah, he she misses. Yeah, he misses. He
3: misses. But when she arrives at the trail, he's already there. Yeah. He somehow beat her. <laughs> it
0: makes no sense. He knows a Bigfoot shortcut. Yes. Yeah, I They guess. do the same thing with Richie The kid who goes into the house yes! He's like in the house yes. and then he's in the woods And then he's back in the same attic he was in and he's in the woods I'm like what is happening with Richie Why did they have to overdub Every line of dialogue he had I have so many questions
1: <laughs> You guys The legend of Bigfoot only works if he has the power of teleportation <laughs> <laughs> so
3: Teleportation The other Hilarious part uh, so The very first kill and I guess we'll talk about it more When we get to it But he drags that body and you're like, oh, my God, where is he going to take it? And then literally jump cut to he's back in
0: the house with Richie. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, how did he get there? (laughs) Dude, the first time Richie sees him scamper off from the house, I laughed out loud. Lost (laughs) my mind, Tom. He's running like you would think a gorilla would run. He's Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) He's Bigfoot. Mikey, I think that only supports your theory. Yeah, absolutely.
3: He's running in such a way that, like, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody in a fake gorilla suit pretending to be a gorilla. It looks
1: just like that. That's (laughs) what it is. You're talking about Halloween 2019.
0: Or Mikey's nightlife. You wear a gorilla suit in the bedroom.
1: Except I give out the banana.
0: (laughs) God damn it, Mikey. I love you because I can throw anything at you and you will make it a dick joke.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Surprisingly, I've not been able to make a career out of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, someone argued that you are right now. Kind of, yeah. Uh. And now I understand why your camera is a peephole. (laughs)
3: i hate it i hate it thank you for tuning into horror version today we're doing (laughs) porkies
0: i do love that we spent 15 minutes trying to figure out why mikey's camera looks like a peephole at the beginning of this episode
1: it's for my virtual role play where i'm like hello (laughs) (laughs) knock knock yeah exactly
0: It, it is just like for alexa she has this Uh, uber eats fantasy yeah she's yeah she's out of town and i'm
1: like did you want me to leave this at the door
0: (laughs) i've got this pizza with extra sausage
2: oh you don't
1: want a zero you want a zero contact delivery want me me just bend over and leave it here on the doorstep and take a picture of it walking away to my car and then it goes to your uber eats app that's really specific if you these jokes are really good if you like Uber Eats yeah,
0: Yeah, and I do and we've had to order Uber Eats for some Patreon bonus episodes so I enjoy every bit of this Mm -hmm.
1: thanks for the tip
0: That's is what, what she, she said. said Yes exactly <laughs> Maybe we should just get in this movie I mean there's so much bonkers stuff Yeah this
1: movie's terrible Let's just go with it
3: Yes Okay so I for, I do want to highlight That it was only 99 cents To rent this movie on YouTube Oh I, I watch it for, it for free, free on ads.
0: Amazon Yeah free oh, with okay. ads Yeah And I gotta tell you man There's one ad break That I laughed out loud Because
1: <laughs> Oh it cuts right in the middle Of an action
0: scene Yeah like like Crapsy is about to murder somebody And then Madman Mars jumps And is like Ah about to kill him And it goes to commercial Oh that's (laughs) fucking hilarious And for me it was like Some Reese's commercial And then it comes back From commercial just to Ah! ah. <laughs> it like, it like a <laughs> super quick kill, and then it jumps away immediately. It was like less than a second of uh kill left. It was so funny. Oh, anyway, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of times people
3: don't know where their ads are gonna fall, and so that happens. And sometimes when people do know, they make it hilarious. Like, if you watch Workaholics, there's one where Adam Divine starts "fuck," and then it comes back from commercial break. Fuck me! <laughs> That is great. And they play it like they elongate it. It's great. Uh, This movie doesn't do that. This movie does everything
0: wrong. It's It's wonderful. Yeah. But let's get into it.
3: We get the credits, which is just literally like a black matte frame on red with scrolling credits. And they scroll through every single person that worked on this damn movie. And it takes... 10 seconds like
0: it's the shortest credits ever and 45 percent of those are made up names i guarantee you
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh i fell down an imdb black
0: hole Uh last night you guys (laughs) i have
3: some notes
0: i can't wait so
3: we get a title card that says it all started during a campfire at north sea cottages a special retreat for gifted children (laughs)
1: I think they were, like, gifted, like, good at math.
3: Yes, but here's what's super bonkers about it. They have a whole camp. They have cabins. They have a living room. They have a full kitchen. They have an eight-person hot tub. Yeah, they have an (laughs) eight-person hot tub. They have six counselors plus the guy who owns the camp. Do you know how many campers they have?
1: They're on man-to-man
3: coverage. Yes! It's six (laughs) campers! Every camper has, like, a buddy. And I'm like, what kind of... Freaky Professor X camp is this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jubilee, get back to the cabin. (laughs) It's a real expensive camp. It's got to be, yeah.
3: I bet because the interiors that we see of the camp are super nice. Yeah. Like, this is the nicest looking camp we have seen in a camp
0: movie. (laughs) This is the first camp I would like to go to.
3: Yeah, dude. Okay. The counselor lounge that's like a 70s conversation pit. All day, every day. I love it. Mid-century <laughs> yes, realness. Same. Give me that 10-person hot tub. Yes. I'll go to camp here. You know, I got to kill that one guy in a gorilla soup, but other than that, <laughs> perfect vacation. Oh,
0: we can just tell Mikey not to stop by if we don't want that to show up. Yeah, <laughs> Always trying to give his banana to everybody.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we see... The campers and the counselors all around a campfire. One of the
1: counselors They just call me Donkey Cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like a funny pun, and it wasn't, and I that is what made me laugh. That it was just like Donkey it, or Donkey Cock. Wait.
3: Like Donkey Kong. I wanna throw barrels at you for that.
0: <laughs> it's great. Okay. Seriously, I just realized that the gorilla named Donkey Kong, his first name is a different animal. <laughs> I just realized that Yeah Why? I don't know But I love that meme That's Danky Kang Danky Kang
3: (laughs) Danky Kang
1: Oh man A better joke would have been like Hey it's Daddy Kong
3: (laughs) (laughs) So the teens and the counselors Are sitting around the campfire (laughs)
0: Wow, we are two seconds out of the
1: credits, and we're 20 minutes into this recording, you bastards. Welcome to the (laughs) seven-hour dissertation.
3: My voice will not last seven (laughs) hours. So, the kids and the counselors are seated around the campfire... And one of the counselors, T.P., is
0: singing a ghost story. <laughs> it opens on singing. It's like Oklahoma. Like, it should not open this way.
3: There's a bright golden <laughs> ghost on the, the meadow. meadow. <laughs> he holds his axe high
0: as an elephant's the- Mikey, don't you love Oklahoma? Isn't it great? Oklahoma is a bonkers problematic place. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of Rodgers and Hammerstein are. And that's, yeah. A lot of it's because of when they were big. When they were making oh, their- Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
3: It's one of those things that, like, as a kid, loved it. As an adult, I'm like, troubling. Yeah,
0: this is all bad.
3: Yeah. Anyway, this song is not that
0: good. Oh, no.
3: It, d- <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It doesn't seem to have a discernible melody. And he's like- Whisper singing. Like he thinks he's fucking Mariah Carey or some shit. I actually like this. <laughs> Mikey is not like, oh, I loved it. I like
1: the campfire stuff.
3: Well, because he's just like, he hid amongst the trees with the bloody hands, and you're just like, what is happening? And it goes on conservatively, three and a half minutes too long.
0: <laughs> yeah. There are
1: verses. this song. (laughs) I want all horror movies to be lounge singing (laughs) style. Hey, have you guys seen the Uh
0: Evil Dead remake? Oh, man, the crooning in that is amazing.
3: Oh, I would pay anything for a lounge act of Evil Dead with Bruce. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. I want that in
0: Vegas residency right next door to Britney Spears. Like, that is what I want to (laughs) see. One (laughs) night we catch Britney, the next night, it's Bruce, bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can't catch Britney. We have to free her. That is true.
3: Tonight. I'll be a naughty girl. Ooh, ah.
0: Yeah, like that. I want, I want like. <laughs> oh my God, you became Bruce Campbell when you started singing that. That was amazing. No, I loved that. I became about Richard that. Cheese. But what I want
3: really, I think, is just Bruce Campbell in a biopic about Richard
1: Cheese.
2: Make it happen. Richard Cheese and
1: Lounge Against the Machine. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, minute four of the movie. <laughs> no, we're still on minute two. This is what I hated about the
0: song so much. He touches every person there <laughs> in strange the ways. What is wrong with that, Mikey? Let me explain what's wrong with that. He like dances around them, touching them, but not like on the shoulder or on the back, like where like the appropriate places to touch someone you don't know. He walks up to a kid and touches his face. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> This
3: whole thing is weird. And I just have in my notes, uh, this song sucks. He looks creepy. And then I just kept as it kept going, I was like, he is the most extra, and he is in his own production of Rocky Horror, and no one else is into it.
1: Oh my god. Stop describing Todd.
3: <laughs> He's just- He's just up in people's faces, like science fiction
0: double feature. feature. Except while he's doing that, he's also doing the face waterfall
1: thing from face off to <laughs> from, everybody. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it does completely check out that he's like, she's not going to ever have sex with me if it's summer. When summer ends, I'm like, yeah, bro, you get back to the real world. That ain't happening. <laughs> She'll find someone with a bigger belt buckle. Yeah, that's impossible, Paige. I love it in the fight they're about to have. He's like, this could be our last time because you're not going to do it to me when 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 we get when the camp ends. And I was like, yeah. I do
0: love that he's very upfront, that he knows that she's not going to have anything to do with him when they get back to New York City.
1: I know I'm only forest
0: quality dick,
3: but I could be city dick <laughs> if you just give me a
0: chance. That is honestly the song he should have been singing. It's called forest quality dick
1: I'm country dick And I can't stand the city
3: He just pops out of the fire Like if you change your mind I'm the first in line Honey I'm still free Forest dick for me If you need this forest dick Better let me know
0: Anyway
1: I've got a country dick Where things aren't rushed And we slow down And take our time And smell the coffee in the morning While we fuck
0: Yeah. We also instead of having sex in hot tubs We just chase each other around them
2: <laughs>
0: He's just
3: <laughs> swirling That tub around her like got to Kansas City on a Friday
1: On <laughs> Saturday I learned a thing or two And Becky is her name Becky What's her name Betsy Betsy's like The worst part of sleeping with You TJ is like the, the choreographed Dance number you have to do <laughs> before we Have sex
0: <laughs> I love that you gave him a real like a real Name his name is is tp, T-P. Not T-J. <laughs> dp
1: when you dance around the bed when we, before we have sex snapping your fingers it just ugh, i hate it but it's the country and things are slow and there's not a lot of dick choices out uh, here
3: <laughs> but when it comes to this relationship he's gone about as far as he can go this deep cuts on oklahoma jokes today i know. like it
0: my dad was in Oklahoma three times, so I know that musical pretty well.
3: My sister's been in it at least once. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. So oh, so he finishes his song. And then takes a seat next to the counselor he's secretly fucking, although it's about to not be a secret. I don't
0: think it was. Well, it might have been a secret from the kids, but it seems like everyone there is, like, paired off.
3: Yeah, well, it seems like everyone's kind of coupled off, but then the movie forgets who's coupled with who sometimes. Yeah. Mm,
1: Just like real life.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we get to the owner of the camp And he tells like a real ghost story And his story is about A man who lived in the house behind the camp And it's like right up the trail From where they're at in the campfire It
0: literally, as Ricky proves It's a stone throw away It's a stone throw away They're actually just in the fire
3: pit of that guy's backyard (laughs) My favorite is Every time they reference the house It's just a still photo of the house (laughs) Like it's not It's not even like shots of it It's just like,
0: yeah, we're right next to this house. (laughs) (laughs) It cuts to Ken Burns documentary on that house. It's like Mm. a still photo of it. (laughs) Once housed a family
3: until things went wrong. And that's what happens with the ghost story. So he was
0: an evil man. He was an evil farmer man. Yeah. Evil farmer man. Which I thought was a strange thing they kept including. I'm like, yeah, he could just be a guy. Like, it's fine. You don't have to like berate farmers i think the worst part of it is there's no farmland it's all forest that's why he was so mad mikey Um, He's like, I can't farm in the woods. What am I doing here?
3: Without any source of income, poor Judd is dead. Poor Judd Fry is dead. He's looking oh so pretty and serene. If you thought I didn't know the entire musical
0: of Oklahoma, you were wrong. Well, buckle Um, up your shit belts, Curly and Lori. We're doing it.
1: I don't get any of these jokes.
0: Curly and Lawyer are the two main like people from
1: Oklahoma. Oh. So anyway, there's a guy, there's a there's a farmhouse <laughs> guy. He mur- he murders his family or whatever. We have
0: musical lead Mikey into just depression. He's like whatever <laughs>
1: man. All right. So like- anyway, he takes an axe and he chops <laughs> up his wife and kids. Yes.
3: You kill my dreams with that voice. Um so <laughs> yes, he beats his wife and kids and then he starts drinking and one night He got his nose bitten off and didn't feel it. And I'm like, sure.
1: Oh, wow. I was going to go with a frostbite joke.
3: Regardless, (laughs) he goes crazy one night and decides to kill everyone. And when they reach that point in the story, there's a crazy sound effect that I think they intended to sound like an ominous organ. But instead, in my notes, I just have it as a didgeridoo. Don't like yeah. it's just oh yeah, the synthesizer esque
1: noise. It, that- it's wah, bah, bah, wah. and I was like, "What <laughs> is this? <laughs> what is happening?" It's DJ Daddy Kong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> DJ Daddy Kong in Peter the
1: <laughs> <laughs> This shit. Is bananas. B A N A I'm single. I killed my wife. Lady. <laughs> oh. Lady. <Ladies>. Cropsey.
2: <laughs> DJ
0: <laughs> DaddyCon.
1: <laughs> this movie sucks.
3: <laughs> you know what? This movie could use a 20-minute ballet interlude
1: in the no. middle of the end of Act 2. uh, Good good I'm glad you like that Because what would you do if that ballet interlude Was underwater in a hot tub
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That was another Oklahoma joke But also here for it (laughs) Here for it in this movie in a hot tub Yeah same whoo anyway they're like it was the same night as tonight because of course it always fucking is and And like
1: one of those gifted kids was like
3: (laughs) uh actually that's impossible because of the leap year every four years and mathematically speaking it would have been three weeks ago
1: um (laughs) stupid kids ruining ghost stories we're gonna fuck in front of your bed tonight timmy (laughs) you're gonna have to watch
3: As I was picturing Mad Men Mars at this point in the movie before we see him, I just kept picturing Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Just like he's wearing a suit. He's wearing an Edgar suit. He's wearing an Edgar suit. Because next in the story, he just goes to a bar and puts the murder weapon on the bar And then people find the bodies and they arrest him. But then he steals the bodies back. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. But I just kept picture him just like that crazy walk that he does in in Men in Black. where He's just like, "Ah, give me the galaxy. And you're just like, "Ah." he he was great in that movie.
0: Vincent D'Onofrio is great. He commits to everything. Vincent D'Onofrio is great in everything.
3: Imagine this movie with Vincent D'Onofrio as the villain.
0: Then it's actually scary. But that's not what happens. No, because like Tommy Wiseau directed this
1: or some shit. <laughs> oh my god! So the townspeople they hang this guy and then hit him with a face of the axe on his way up the up the news. Just yeah, yeah. They, they
3: like double killed him. They're like, oh hi,
1: Cropsy, and then just like I was gonna axe. make that same
3: fucking
0: joke. I love it. Yes. No. Absolutely. Oh, hi, I did Cropsey. not kill her. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're bringing up my high pitch laugh oh man oh my god I'm trying to get us along we're still in the first (laughs) five (laughs) minutes. they haven't left the campfire we're fucked because Mikey it deserves it yeah (laughs) Madman is finally getting the deep dive look it deserves
1: are we to the part where he like chunks a baseball out of nowhere into the house are we at that part yes yes that's
3: right now because that is that TP no that's Richie
1: they all look the same (laughs) they do all look the same Richie and
3: TP do look a lot alike but Richie is like how could they not find the bodies and i'm like so many ways richie have you never watched a murder documentary
1: come on (laughs) and then
3: he just like yells out like madman mars and then he like throws a baseball out of nowhere
1: breaks a window
3: and breaks a window at a house that is clearly at a different location because we've only seen photos of it yeah and and we just get a photo of the house and the sound of glass breaking
0: Which is great. It is pretty amazing. Come and
3: get us, Madman. Is it Mars? (laughs) Madman Mars. Madman Mars, yeah. Madman Mars. And at this point, the camp leader is just like, don't say it above a whisper. Like, ooh, Madman Mars. And then Richie keeps yelling about it because of the fucking baseball. And the guy who owns the camp is like, no, he's gonna come get you. He's gonna get all of us. You'll smell his death smell and see his mutilated face. Yeah. As the last thing you see before zap, off goes your head. I
0: love zap as the action word there. I don't know why that yeah. made me laugh so hard.
3: It was real funny. And yeah. then he goes into just like, all right, good night. Uh have good dreams. Uh goodbye. This is our <laughs> last weekend before Thanksgiving. <laughs> winter vacation. I enjoyed your company and you're just like what? Like that's what he's gonna leave them on <laughs> It's Yep Nonsense So the
1: bulk of the group goes back to camp No they have to get the they have to get in the relationship fight in front of everybody first. Oh that's right That's right He's like are you yeah. gonna have sex with me tonight? This could be our last night ever having <laughs> sex cause you won't have sex with me outside of a camp environment I feel like Mikey was triggered by that Yeah <laughs> No uh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny she was like hey Friend, you're my friend, TV. Like, maybe I'll fuck you later, but like, you gotta, like, w- do not talk about it in front of the children. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah,
0: Mikey, you've never been in a relationship where she didn't want anyone to know. I hate you. No, I'm asking because I have. I don't know that you have, but I mean, now
1: I know that you have because of your response. Yeah, I've been someone's dirty little big secret.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you my Mikey little secret. Mikey little secret. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Just another regret I was a scene kid It's fine
1: You see I have the opposite problem I got that city dick And all these
0: (laughs) (laughs) All these country women Coming back from camp Keep calling me And I can't please them all This dick is full of rats and it smells like piss. (laughs) (laughs) That's a city dick, Mikey. (laughs) But also this
3: dick has pizza 24 hours a day. Yeah.
1: This dick don't close at 9 p.m., girl. (laughs) Girl.
3: But also this dick has an air quality warning.
1: It's like this. It's like this. Uber dick. I'm here.
0: <laughs> I love how you're using the keyhole like camera you have right now that no one can it's see. It's just for
1: you. It's just for you too.
0: It's just for you too.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, contactless dick livery.
3: <laughs> Why? Is it, is it just me having to look at your dick through a peephole? Is that contactless dick livery? Because I'll just save the money and make dick at home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this episode's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Also, we're only 10 minutes into the movie. And so. I say only because we've been talking for a while.
0: Yeah, 40 minutes. We've been talking 40 minutes.
3: In the movie, the only thing that has happened is a campfire song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a fight. 10 whole minutes is a campfire song and a fight. Well, a TP tells all the children he's having sex with their camp counselor. Like hey kids I'm balls deep in Betsy Every night (laughs) And Betsy When we get back to the city She won't touch me (laughs)
3: Yeah, Betsy's too high and mighty She is too highfalutin
1: Little Timmy was like, I wish you were gifted in your pants Maybe she'd fuck you in front of your friends
3: And she's pushing him off Because she doesn't want people to know She's just like, people will say We're in love If you didn't think That I could sing both the male and female Parts of Oklahoma In this episode
0: With COVID-19 You're wrong Anyway and the award for hardest working podcaster 2021 goes to Paigeful Wesley. <laughs> thank
3: you, thank you. I'd like to thank God for the covid Rogers and Rodgers and Hammerstein
0: for the musical.
3: Ra- Rodgers and Hammerstein for the musical, uh the Freed Unit for allowing gay people to have more jobs in Hollywood in the 50s and 60s by dancing in the back <laughs> Holy of that musical. Shit, that's
0: a great call out, man. Oh wow. Okay. I like how I made your legal name Paigeful
3: page elizabeth dupree
0: (laughs) mikey has fully checked out by the way oh my god betsy doesn't want her business in the streets no she
1: doesn't she's a lady she wants her business in the country
3: (laughs) (laughs) my business owns six rifles Uh, any anyway they get into a weird fight and he kind of calms down and walks away. The girls and the camp owner walk back to camp and TP and his group of boys put the fire out and then they're going to go back.
0: Yeah, they double time it back to camp, page. Yeah. He makes them double time it in place, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Hey, we're about to run somewhere slowly. Start running somewhere, nowhere in place. <laughs> like, what is that?
1: Todd, you would hate the Army.
0: Well, okay. So, I had a stepdad for 10 years of my life that was a lieutenant colonel in the Army. Ooh, so, boy. I right. already hated the go. Army. But he did shit like this.
1: Okay. Mm. My going rate is 125 an hour. <laughs>
0: Mikey, you may be a therapist, but you are not my therapist. <laughs>
1: yeah, so don't treat me like <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about marching? Let me talk about my stepdad when I was 12 years old. I was like, oh, boy. We we got to talk about this movie, though, bro. <laughs> Mikey, I was 12. <laughs> Obviously. I'm not a bad therapist.
3: We've got to talk about this movie. Anyway, so TP's group lines up, double time in place. Richie stays behind, and... He thinks that he sees something in the trees. And this is the first time that we hear the wiki, wiki, wiki sound (laughs) effects. DJ
1: Daddy Kong in the house. Featuring Cropsey. (laughs) In the trees. No, see, Cropsey is his dick. (laughs)
0: That's what I mean. It's featuring Cropsey. Did I tell you guys about the time I saw Hodor DJing at Comic-Con? No, but that's fucking amazing. He legit was a great DJ. I'm not making fun of his DJ skills. He was great. We were dancing, having a good time. But like every three minutes, the beat would drop and he would just go, Hodor! Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: That's all you knew. That's the fucking best thing I've ever heard. It
0: was amazing. I would have
3: so much fun.
0: Yeah, Paige, we were there legit in an hour. It was awesome. Oh absolutely i'd be there all night we saw him yell hodor conservatively 85 times and cheered every time
3: (laughs) absolutely of course you did Oh, God. So, wiki, wiki,
0: wiki, DJ Daddy Kong. Should we get to scene two?
3: Yeah. uh, So, (laughs) the rest of the campers run away. They don't realize that they've left Richie behind, which I think is impossible because there's only four of them
0: and they're in a straight line, but whatever. TP never looks behind him the whole time they run back to camp.
1: Todd, I never look back.
0: That's what he should be telling Betsy or whatever. TP's got no chill, bro.
3: (laughs) TP has no chill. He's
1: got a belt buckle with his initials on it and a dream.
0: That belt buckle's huge, and I was here for it. I have a very, very big belt buckle that I wear sometimes.
1: That does not surprise me in any way, shape, or form.
0: It's a Louis Vuitton belt buckle. Oh, that's worse. That belt was a gift from a woman who was horrible to me.
3: (laughs) Okay, now you should wear it all the time and just be like, I'm unbuckling this for other bitches. Yep. Anyway, so Richie goes to the house. And at this point, I'm just like, Richie, what are you fucking doing? And also, anytime they're filming inside that house, it's clearly daytime because they couldn't light it. Correctly, Yeah.
0: Which is very funny as well. Well, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but when he stood up and threw the baseball into the window, which I thought was just a rock. But, like, he throws it back in time because (laughs) they were pitch dark. And when he throws it, it cuts to the house that's like at dusk.
3: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, Richie is, like, wandering around somebody's house that he's already broken a window in. And at this point in my notes, I'm just like, Richie deserves to die at this point. Because I thought for sure he was going to be the first death. Nope. And it... Makes me furious that he's not. Yeah. Because he essentially, his disappearance
0: causes everyone's death. Yeah. Richie is at fault.
1: Is he the one who lives?
0: He lives. Yeah. So he calls Madman Mars out from the tree he was hiding in.
1: Madman Mars, I'm calling you out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in hell on the cell.
1: In the octagon.
0: <laughs> Chairs, ladders, ropes. Featuring scene.
3: <laughs> C-c-c-cropsy
0: <laughs> but yeah, like he calls him out, and then is the reason everyone dies and survives this movie. Yes, uh, you guys have never made a mistake like that. <laughs> Look, if you haven't accidentally caused the
1: death of a full camp of counselors, are you living, Mikey? Just get vaccinated already. <laughs>
3: <laughs> DJ Daddy Kong does not believe in modern medicine. <laughs> bam,
0: bam, bam, bam. DJ Daddy Kong is apparently Joe Rogan. A-
3: DJ Daddy Kong owns a float tank.
1: <laughs> float tank featuring Kukukukropsy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the cutest air horn I've ever heard, Mikey. <laughs> Just oh. a
3: bunch of bananas dropped down onto the
1: club. Well, <laughs> I've got my air horn app.
3: <laughs> All right, so minute seven. No, this is minute 17.
1: We're making progress.
3: We're making progress. But as he's walking through the house, an inhuman hand, because (laughs) DJ Daddy Kong has essentially gorilla gloves on and feet. And he's got like a mock up of Todd's feet and then gorilla (laughs) gloves. You bastards. (laughs) I
0: have hairy hands too
3: okay, so he's just wearing Todd's skin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just Todd.
3: (laughs) It's just Todd. And he's
0: just like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, wish you could see, I wish you could see Paige prancing like that Which is apparently how they You guys picture me walking around
3: No it's how I picture people in gorilla suits Running at all times
0: <laughs> If my voice was a walk It would be that
3: There's no way you can pull off Being the killer in this movie Cause you just like snap a twig and you'd be like Hey guys it's me Todd, I'm that <laughs> it's Todd. Hey it's me Daddy Kong Coming at you, <laughs> Daddy Kong here for your morning drive time. Later today, we're going to have Daddy Kong's roses. But first, we've got Bruno Mars yeah. featuring
1: Crocca Cropsy. <laughs> <See? laughs> yeah, I don't know about that movie because all the gifted children would die of cancer.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's going to be
1: that kind of episode, I see. <laughs>
0: it took
3: you that long to realize okay.
0: when I watch movies I will watch movies and think how is Mikey going to make fun of my feet in this movie
3: <laughs> and you didn't think about it in this one where there are multiple close ups to
0: clearly fake rubber feet
3: running around the forest no I did I went
1: with a Diddy Kong Sasquatch reference and I took the high road You did. which is a road that you can take because your feet are very good at climbing <laughs>
0: What you can't hear is Paige head in hand <laughs> Chuckling to herself
3: Oh my god We haven't even gotten to the craziest parts of this <laughs> movie No we have no. Anyway so the gorilla hand puts out a candle As Richie's like walking through the house, which to me was like, okay, so he knows Richie's there. Yeah. But then he just leaves him. He doesn't kill
0: him. I've never understood why. Can I ask a question? Sure. We saw Richie go in the house and we saw a Cropsy climb out of a tree. Yeah. Who lit that candle? Because Richie is the first in the house, Cropsy, or we probably should call him Madman Mars. He walks in after Richie walks in, and the candle was already on. Is the man not allowed to have a candle on? Is that like too feminine? No, no, no. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just It'll saying burn that burn your house down. Yeah, he left his house
1: with the candle lit. He murdered his whole family. Also, candle safety is what kills him at the end. He learns his lesson. I don't think he dies at the end of this movie, but he does lose his house and collection of bodies. That's true. Um, I like to imagine that he was. just just
3: in a nice giant 10 person hot tub with a ton of candles <laughs> and then heard his name called. And he's like, Oh, gotta go kill some teens. And then just like, that's what happened.
1: That checks out. And actually. That's why the candle mm-hmm. was still mm-hmm. lit. Yeah. He was having some mad Man Mars time.
3: Yeah. Daddy Kong home <laughs> alone, pampering himself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So he goes out through the cellar door to go get more teens. Meanwhile, back at camp, they're packing because tomorrow's their last day or something like that.
0: Yeah, they're packing up. It's time to go, more or less. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving or whatever. The
3: rules of this camp are so strange because I'm like, why are they at camp during the year and I guess it's maybe not camp It's, it's like a uh, private
1: school It's like a gifted private school
3: Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters So we cut to Betsy Who's like packing up her clothes And when the other counselor, Stacy, comes in And is just like, are you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm fine And essentially every counselor in this movie With the exception of 80s Topher Grace and his girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> every other counselor in this movie gets their own monologue yeah. and it's the craziest thing in the world where like Stacy the the woman who comes in does this whole monologue of like I can tell a controlling man from far away and I don't want that in my life and I'm an independent woman and you're just like what is this like why are we <laughs> listening to this yeah. and then it and Betsy is just like don't I know it, girl. He's country dick. And then <laughs> Stacy ends it with like, you know, I don't have many women friends and I think you're one of them. And I'm like, that's a bonkers thing to say.
1: I love that line. <laughs>
3: it's so
0: crazy. And she's like, give me your number when we get back to the city. And she's like, yeah, not now. I've gotten that a lot from women. Hey, can I have your number? Yeah, not now. It's never yeah. you never get that number, Mikey.
3: Well, no cuz much like TP is country dick, Stacy is country friend. <laughs> yeah. And Betsy is too good for all of them. I really
0: just want to see like Betsy's friend group in the city cuz they've got to be awesome.
3: <laughs> they they just all are full of rats and smell like piss and they're just like where's Betsy been for months? <laughs> Meanwhile, outside the cabins, there's an axe stuck in a stump and TP is like, hey, does the offer still stand for 100 bucks to pull the axe out? And the camp owner is like, yeah, go ahead, give it a try. And he can't get it out. So they start to try and pull it together. They can't get it out, and then the drunk cook. Because this movie,
1: just like Sleepaway Camp, has to have a weird, creepy drunk cook. Yeah. Okay. Timeout. If your whole job is cooking for a camp, there's gonna be some weird stuff wrong with you.
3: Potentially, uh the <laughs> first, the first of which being, his name is Dippy. Yes.
1: Dippy Kong. <laughs> Dippy
3: Kong. So Dippy Kong comes over to help them out, and the like. Three or four guys at once can't get that axe out. Uh, but it's Chekhov's axe. It's going to come back in act two.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's honestly, Paige, it's Chekhov's axe caliber. Yeah. Because, yeah, someone eventually does pull it out. Yeah. Mad
1: Moxie or whatever. Mad Moxie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He becomes king of camp when he pulls the axe out. Yep. Yep. So then TP and Max, the guy who owns the camp,
3: have this weird conversation about like, hey, sometimes you don't win, but if you play the game with a fair heart, You'll never really lose. And and he's like, you'll like what you'll become. And he's like, but, well, I want to become a winner. And you're just like, this is a very strange conversation.
1: Especially the context of, like, I think they're talking about fucking Betsy. They are. I think
0: so, too. I was going to bring that up. I was like, TP has some other stuff going on. Like, yeah. It's not about the axe, TP.
1: TP's got his
3: axe buried somewhere on camp, and he's going to have to <laughs> reconcile that.
1: And, like, the camp leader's like, okay, well, then, like, just try not to murder her. I'm going to go play cards. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Well, and while they're having that conversation, Dippy passes out with an empty bottle of Jack Daniels and Stacy, who carries a recorder with her. Wherever she goes like a plastic Child's recorder like the Yeah she blows the Recorder to wake up Dippy yeah And
0: he's just like And so he gets up oh you mean his One line of dialogue in this movie <laughs> Which is Burr. There's a lot of Just
3: groans in this movie Uh, So he wanders back Toward what I assume is the kitchen And as he goes he just drops the Bottle and it breaks and he just Keeps walking he opens 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 the door and DJ Daddy Kong just like jumps out and slits his throat. Yeah.
1: With his fingernails, right?
3: I think so. Right. It doesn't tell us really. It could be a knife, question mark. He's in the kitchen, so it could be a knife.
0: Yeah, it could be a knife, but he does slash up uh, Betsy's face later on with just his fingernails. So it could have been. That's true.
3: That's true. So it could have just been the nail. Uh, So he drags that body away. Then... We cut to the cabin where the other boys are back and they're like, I still haven't seen Richie. We got to give him time to get back. Don't tell anybody he's missing still. Which, like when TP brings them back to the cabin, doesn't he notice there's one missing?
1: TP's got one thing on his mind and it ain't Richie. No.
3: (laughs) No, it's that city
0: pussy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's looking for that city
0: puss.
3: Yep, kitty in the city. So we cut back to the house where Richie is, and somehow Madman Mars is already there. We yep. just saw him, and he has telefucking ported to that house. Yeah, he has. Um, and in my notes, I just have: Wait, how is this thing in two places at once? And dragging Dippy's
0: body.
1: Yeah, because he can teleport. I thought we established this.
0: Yeah, he teleported back home, but still had to drag the body. Yeah. Can't teleport the body.
1: Yeah, he's not magic. <laughs>
0: You just said he can teleport. Yeah, he's not magic. Is your next line? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing.
3: Oh my god. So Richie is still wandering around the house like a moron. Yeah. And then he looks out the windows of the second story and sees DJ Daddy Gong aka Mad Men Mars running out of the house and it's the funniest fucking thing of It, it. is.
1: He's a gorilla. Yes. <laughs>
3: he is yeah. He is a gorilla in a bad car dealership commercial. <laughs> uh, he's a gorilla on a prank show chasing people. Like, that's what it is. And then Richie chases after him into the woods, which I will never understand. Richie chases him like three different times where yep. he's like, I got to find out where he's going. And it's like, stay the fuck away. He's a murderer. I got to find
1: out where he got the gorilla suit. <laughs> I need one. Well, Richie's found out how to survive. If you head straight towards him, he can't teleport away from you or, in, <laughs> or around you. So like Rich- Richie lives because he chases him. I guess. Uh, Richie has become the hunter. Richie is the Jane Goodall. <laughs> D- DJ Daddy Kong. Crosby.
0: <laughs> Every time. We are never getting done. Nope. This episode is our life now, guys. <laughs>
1: Welcome to part six of Mad Men. <laughs> mad Men?
3: I could, honestly, I could talk about this movie forever.
1: <laughs> it's so crazy.
3: <laughs> the title of the
0: podcast is a pun because we all become mad men watching it. I hate you. Okay, let's move on.
3: <laughs> so we cut to all the counselors sitting together having like one last dinner. Yeah. And Betsy at this point is like, why are you telling stories around the like, little kids? They're getting scared. And they only had like one young kid. She's like, the little ones get scared. I'm like, you have six kids max. Like, And one
0: of them is a child. The rest are like, old teenagers
3: yeah maybe it's unclear because we don't know any of their names we see them once or twice yeah that's about it so they're like well next year we'll exclude them and i'm like so you're just gonna leave them home al- whatever <laughs> no whatever <laughs> we're gonna leave them to the camp but this is where max is like i'm gonna go into town and play cards but he has the craziest line delivery he does because he like delivers a line and then pauses and immediately delivers another line but with the same inflection
0: for every single line the pause between lines is them changing out the cue card yes Todd (laughs) that is what it
3: it looks like he's in an SNL sketch and he did not prepare enough and he's just like you know guys I'm gonna go down to town and play some cards and also pick up that rack we ordered you guys save me one of the beers in the fridge Okay, I'll be back later tonight. And you're just like, <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> okay. You guys want to talk like that? he leaves TP in charge he leaves TP in charge after TP like implies that he might sexually assault Betsy well and then TP
3: the second he leaves TP is like I'd like to make an announcement Betsy and I are fucking sorry to put our business in the streets and everyone claps like they're like hooray that's an announcement we needed and she's like
1: our business isn't in the streets it's only in the country
3: it's only in the sheets
0: (laughs) the sheets that also smell like rats and urine
3: yeah TP has a problem.
0: <laughs> Maybe if I sleep in the city smell, she'll think I'm city dick.
3: I'm secretly a stack of toilet paper that became sentient. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With you. the power of this belt buckle, I can be a real boy. That would have been funny if when he was hanging Cropsy pulls the belt buckle off and it just becomes rolls of toilet paper and falls <laughs> away.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so whatever this weird announcement was, Betsy is just like... Ooh. That announcement made me slide off my chair because (laughs) we immediately cut to them getting undressed, which by the way, it spends like a full minute and a half of just them taking clothes off.
0: And it seems like they're in different rooms. Like I thought it was going to reveal that they were just going to bed separately in their separate rooms. No, Because you don't see them getting undressed together. You see them getting undressed separately.
3: Yes, but also staring off into the middle distance, which I think was their attempt at them, like, watching each other undress. Yeah. But because they're never in the same frame while it's happening, it just looks like Betsy's just staring and, like...
0: <laughs> like, dead eye into the
1: distance? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, like, I just did
3: an act out that no one could see. But, like, imagine somebody staring just past you and then undressing slowly <laughs> very weird visual um but then we cut to the giant private spa yeah that they are getting into it actually was sort of nice dude i was into
0: it i was like yes spa but they both get in and you see butts and titties yeah you see butts and titties really quick but you see like, she gets in and then immediately tries to stay as far away from him as possible.
1: Yes. Not only are they spinning, the camera spins. It's very artistically done.
3: It's, it's disorienting, but it looks like they're playing Marco Polo in this very <laughs> tiny hot tub. And with,
1: with the cameras the spinning, I was just like, oh, they're fucking in a, an industrial size washing machine.
3: <laughs> they're trying to start a whirlpool. Where they're just like, if we swim fast enough, it'll carry us. <laughs> also when they're undressing is the first time we see tp's belt buckle which is yeah. conservatively the size of a shoe <laughs> on it's huge his belt. it's massive and it just says in times new roman font tp,
1: TP.
0: <laughs> would it surprise you to know that most of this film's budget went towards that belt buckle
1: <laughs> i think we need to talk more about the love making
3: Yeah oh no I'll get to it Mikey Because I have fucking notes
0: Is it don't have sex in a hot tub
3: No because having sex in a hot tub is fucking awesome You just gotta do it right You don't do it underwater
1: Right yeah I'm not a submarine Yeah So they're chasing each other around the hot
3: tub And I'm dying. I I can't like I could not stop laughing. It was the funniest thing I'd ever. Just them swimming in circles, staring at each other. Hysterical. So they finally eventually come close to each other (laughs) in the hot tub. As you
1: see, the mating dance of the country dick is (laughs) home. They must not break eye contact or they must start the whole ritual again. And
3: as Fortunia's wheel spins further and further <laughs> anyway so they start making out but in my notes i just have i don't think these people know how to kiss and that's something that happens through the rest I know of this everyone movie in this
0: movie does not know how to kiss
3: it's bonkers yeah. it's so crazy looking uh but we cut outside for a second where we see that madman mars wants to make this a threesome and he's looking through the window and I fully thought that he was going to kill them in that hot tub me too. but he doesn't he just lets them have the strangest sex ever and just as an observer and then leaves and I don't know but we cut back in and they kind of come up from air from under the water and she says you didn't let me finish and I was just like I'm sorry, was <laughs> sexual activity... Like, was he trying to eat her out under the water or were they trying to have sex underwater? Also, this water's not very deep, which means you would have to be crouched down yeah. to do it.
1: Uh, she was peeing in the water and he interrupted her.
0: <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> didn't there's, let no- me finish. there's nothing that needs both of them to be underwater at the same time.
3: No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Okay, and, and he's peeping again madman mars is peeping
1: yeah M- okay in madman mars's defense who wouldn't be confused if they walked by this
3: <laughs> First, they were swimming in circles then they went underwater i don't know now they then go into having what i would say is is an attempt at actual hot tub sex but they're right in the middle yeah. of the water and if you've ever had sex in a hot tub, you know that you got to pick a side. Yep. You got to you got to pick a rim of that hot tub yeah. so that people can get leverage and traction. Yep. Uh, you can't just hump each other in the middle. It is not going to work. But that's what they do.
1: I just let the Jets do the work. Yeah. His when knee, you're a Jet, you're a Jet you're a all jet. the way. <laughs> oh
3: <my God. laughs> when, you, when you're a Jet, you're a Jet in a tub. You're a tub in a... J- anyway, so uh, her... If you look closely, her knees are like up against his shoulders. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is... No. Like this is, Like... There's a right and a wrong way to do this. And this is not the right way.
0: This is the wrong way. Yeah, (laughs) this
3: is the wrong way. Meanwhile, we cut to Richie, who's still in the woods and lost, even though it seems like they're five steps away from the camp. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We hear water schlossing in that scene Like you're like I can hear them
3: Yeah (laughs) also oh the song during that sex scene So okay if you've seen The Room You know that all of the music for The Room Was made for The Room Just for The Room Yeah. And the sex scene song is fucking bonkers and hilarious The same thing is true for this movie Except TP sings most of the songs in this movie What?
0: No way
3: You've unlocked a fun fact. I'll get into it more in Fun Facts. Tony Fish sings these songs? Yes, under his birth name. It's a long story. We'll get to it. Oh, my God. But it is a custom song for their sex scene. I don't know. He sang two of the four songs in this movie. I don't know if that's one of the four. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's one of the ones he sang. Right. Right. Uh, but it's just a custom love song that makes no sense. And so if you listen to it during the sex scene, you're like the, the person who wrote these songs doesn't understand how to write music. There's just no rhyme or reason to it. It's just, it's like
0: free form stream of consciousness madness. (laughs) I mean, that fits though the theme of this movie, which is a writer who doesn't know how to write right yeah
3: anyway so we cut to stacy betsy's like cabin mate i guess the other counselor who's just alone in a boat with her recorder it seems
0: like she just got finished playing like a long thing because she like is playing the last few notes and then gets out and walks in
1: yeah okay so do you think her and richie like had hooked up earlier in camp season but like they had broken up and that's why richie's wandering around richie's a child yeah he's like an adult though
3: he, uh, I know it's The casting of this film Is confusing But Richie is a child That's why they all Have to go look for him Okay Everything makes
1: Way more sense now <laughs> I just thought that Him and this girl Dated And then they broke up And everyone else Is paired off to like Bang tonight and Except for these two
3: So her pairing Would be David Who is low key A psychopath Oh the blonde guy <laughs> yes. yes
0: That's why she Goes out after him We've got to wait For the fireplace scene Because I have some thoughts Oh I have so so many thoughts, <laughs> so many thoughts. We'll get there. We got to table it.
3: Uh, anyway, so she goes to hike back to camp, but she can't get up the hill. And Madman Mars is right behind her, yeah. But she makes it up the hill and then turns and looks, and there's nothing there. Wiki, 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 <laughs> featuring <C-c-c-cropsy. laughs> DJ Daddy Kong is hiding in the bushes,
1: <laughs> barrel. He's hiding in the barrel.
3: (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the cabin, the other counselors are gathered around the fireplace. And first of all, Bill, who is 1980s for Grace. Yes. He is like stoking the fire. He's like started it up and they're like, great fire, Bill. And then he says, and I quote, (laughs) I like to see the flames devour the wood. Who says there's no beauty in destruction? And I'm like, what the fuck is this movie?
0: (laughs) But the way they're laying is amazing.
3: They're laying on the ground. Like a zipper. Like a zipper. (laughs) If if their heads were the teeth of the zipper. Just like boy counselor, girl counselor, boy counselor, girl counselor. And one of them is Stacy. Yeah. So, like, we just saw her climbing, but then she's magically back at this fireplace and clearly has been for a while. Yeah. Which is strange. But all I just have in my notes is just like, is this a nerd orgy? Like, it's so... So bonkers. They're called Norgies. Please. Norgies. Anyway, Dave, who's the blonde one. Yes. Gets up. And pulls
0: out a knife. You know, like you do with the fire.
3: Like you do if you want your party to be real chill. So I think they were laying
1: head, 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 head. Because they were having an orgy. But the type of sex they were having is what Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone did in Demolition
3: Man. <laughs> Father, daughter. Got it. Got it. Got it. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Oh,
3: you don't know about that theory about Demolition Man? Oh, look it up. Anyway. To Google. Google. To Google. Anyway, David pulls out a knife and he does this whole monologue because everyone gets a fucking monologue in this movie (laughs) where he's like, you don't know what's in my mind at any given time. Or if I've created an alternative reality and you don't know what normal is to me. You never really know. And this. Oh, my
1: God. I get it. You read a book.
0: (laughs) This is why I don't date psych majors. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Isn't that a line from a movie? Sorry. It yeah, was of the creeps. creeps. That's what it was. It yeah. was neither neither the of the creeps. Yeah.
3: I think her name is Ellie, the one who's with 80s Topher Grace. Yeah. I have her name somewhere else in the notes, but she just turns to him and just says, Dave, are you okay? <laughs> 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 like understatement of the year. And he basically is like you see how it's so easy for emotions to overcome my intellect? You should question about me. I have questions. I could hide your bodies and chop off your heads. And I'm just like, what? And then he like <laughs> lunges at them like, ah, I'm just playing. And I'm like, no, fucking run. <laughs> like Mad Men Mars is one thing, but at least he's open about what he is. <laughs> I don't know what Dave is, but he's going to skin us in our sleep run when madman mars killed dave he saved a lot of lives yes anyway so richie's still lost in the damn forest
0: and we'll remain that way until he's back at the house for no reason and then be lost in the woods again for no reason
3: yeah oh god this, movie. <laughs> this weird teleportation <laughs> yeah so tp and betsy fresh out the tub TP is like yeah nobody's seen Richie so I'm gonna go check The cabin he tells them not to Leave the cabin and then he tells Betsy he's gonna go out and find Richie alone because it was his Responsibility right and he wants Her to stay in the office Basically, just in case he needs help and can radio back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as he's leaving, she sees Madman Mars walking between the cabins and convinces herself that it's nothing and is just like, never mind. See you when you get back. Yeah, don't
0: worry about a TP. It's fine if you die because I got city dick in my future. Yep.
3: Yeah. Bright <laughs> dicks, big city. <laughs> I love new dick. <laughs> so we then cut to 80s chauffeur grace and Ellie camping outside yes not in a cabin that they have plenty of yeah and we just saw them in in with the fireplace now they're in different clothes
1: and they're outside and on, let me tell you this is that couple that everyone else hated because they are so obnoxiously nice to each other that i hate it so much
0: oh see i liked them <laughs> yeah i thought they were
1: cute of course you would, because it's a healthy relationship.
0: <laughs> <like> <laughs> if you had to guess which one was the licensed therapist on this podcast,
3: you'd guess me yeah, and you that's a okay. page, right? Like, that's who you guess.
1: <laughs> but they do talk about their feelings a lot in this scene. Yes, they do.
3: Well, not too much because they're just like, I love you. I love you. Let's go for a swim. I've got a better idea. And they just start making out. I want to swim P word. Yay. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I know something wet that I could dunk in It's you Whatever your name is So meanwhile TP is in the forest He goes out to the campfire to look for Richie No response He sees something in the trees And in my notes at this point I have it's 40 minutes into this movie and only one person has died. And it's the drunk cook named Dippy that we only saw for one scene. Yeah. He hears something snap in the woods. And I can only assume that it's DJ Diddy Kang snapping into a Slim Jim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Feature. Cr- 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. You want to snap into that Ooh, Slim yeah. Jim. So, T-P kind of cautiously investigates And he smells death and then he gets a noose around the neck and Madman Mars drags him across the forest and then tosses the rope over a tree, but then has to like get into position
0: to strangle him?
1: I think he puts it in a winch. No,
0: he he, he throws it over the tree and wraps it around a different tree. It's sort of using it like a winch and then pulls him up and TP's just hanging there. Yeah,
1: but if you see how fast the body goes up like he's oh. in a machine like
0: <laughs> he's just real <laughs> strong, Mikey. That's what I like, Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, TP grabs the branch above him and he's he's able to
1: breathe. Yeah, I was proud of TP.
3: Here's my thing though.
0: From the time he gets
3: to the tree, yeah, to the time that that rope is over the tree and pulling TP up is a solid thirty seconds. Yes. Yeah. like enough time for TP to be like, "I'm gonna try and run away," but yeah. he does not. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't ah, his, oh
1: no! This is why you're just contradict TP. He's like, "I always knew it wouldn't like this."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Autoerotic asphyxiation. He's like Betsy again. <laughs> Your small hands are so
3: strong. Uh so
1: I've said that before. <laughs>
3: This is the worst episode we've ever done No this is hardcore One of the best episodes we've ever done
1: I just hate that my camera is a people
3: (laughs) He pulls TP Up into the tree and TP manages To grab onto the branch which stops Him from choking
0: yeah but Madman is like oh I see a Very convenient big belt buckle for Me to grab on and get leverage (laughs) to Jerk you off that branch and kill You and
3: break your neck because we hear his Neck snap yeah Debted. then we see Todd's feet rabble away through the woods.
0: You jackasses.
3: <laughs> but this is this is the first place where we hear Madman Mars for the first time, who sounds like a drunk
0: hamburglar because he's just like, I always assumed hamburglar was drunk. I mean, who else steals McDonald's?
1: Uh, this guy, you don't steal it, you might go well buy it. No, I'll steal from other people, children.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Give me them nugs. I just want to
1: steal enough children's meals that I am named like a serial killer. <laughs> The hamburger strikes again.
3: <laughs> so we cut to the office where Betsy is like playing games with pieces of paper, like he loves me, he loves me not, right? Which, like, bitch, he just threw one in you. Sorry, cut that out. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, Paige, no we don't cuts have time to today. about yeah, oh, that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I apologize. I'm not able to
1: cut this episode. Well, she's playing games, like she's playing games with DPs heart because she yeah. doesn't like it. I think she's talking about somebody else. <laughs> she's talking about that city dick boy.
0: Who are they? <laughs> oh, Reginald.
3: I, I saw <laughs> these weird monster feet in the forest. Do you think he likes me? He loves me not. <laughs> so at this point, Stacy comes into the office and betsy is like hey i'm worried tp city be right back but it's been like 45 minutes
1: right i like how she like low-key burns him too like he's always back in five minutes because he's so desperate to get after this
0: oh i thought it was a burn that she was like listen i know he can't last 45 minutes so he's definitely in trouble
3: <laughs> he can't survive 45 minutes in this pussy he has no hope in the forest um but so she's she's telling stacy and dave and dave is like i'll go find him like One time it took us like three hours to find a kid. So, like, don't even worry about it. I'll go into the forest. It's fine. And he's, like, mocking her for worrying about it because he's a fucking serial killer. Yeah,
0: and she's like, uh, I think I may have seen something as he went into the forest. And he's like, stop trying to scare me. I'm already getting dressed. Like, listen to what she's saying, you moron.
3: Yeah. Uh, As Dave passes that axe that's stuck in a stump, we hear the Madman Mars come up on it and like brabble Rabble Robble.
0: wiki wiki
1: wiki
3: what wiki 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 burgers <laughs> 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 and he takes the axe out and he's like axe caliber be my strength yes because he can remove the axe no problem does anyone else remember King Arthur and the Knights of Justice
0: the cartoon when I was a kid never mind nope nope,
1: nope. no we do not nope I had cable <laughs>
0: It was about a football player who got sent back in time and he became King Arthur and he was on the Knights of Justice. I'll stop talking.
1: Oh, man. Was that PBS? It probably was. You fucking lose. I watched X-Men because I didn't have wood paneling in my house. Oh.
3: I, I had paneling for a short period of time, but then also watched X-Men, so, you know.
0: I'm pretty sure I watched
1: X-Men too, actually.
3: Because X-Men fucking rude. I'm sure
1: you did spend the night at somebody, somebody else's house and I had cable there.
0: Yeah, I had friends. So, <laughs> Dave goes out to the campfire.
1: There's no sign of TP or Richie.
3: And he sees a flashlight out in the woods, which is uh, it's TP's flashlight. So, he goes out to the light finds him he's calling for richie and then he pulls a jojo rabbit and runs into tp's shoes as they're hanging (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's such a specific reference
0: it's a good one though it's
3: exact that is exactly
0: what happens i'm not saying taika watiti stole this but you know
1: he got (laughs) he got it from somewhere right yeah Right, right uh then he ties tp's shoes and buckles back his belt buckle
3: <laughs> uh, he knocks the body down and goes to run away and then pulls out his knife, which is conservatively like half the size of a country dick. It's not a big knife. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: know. It seemed pretty big to me. I, I uh, you know, I thought it was a good size. Wow. <laughs>
3: You should really concentrate on your attributes that are unique to you, like your feet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guys, man. sign up for my only feet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's not every day that you find somebody that can like grab and throw oranges
0: with them and shit. <laughs> you know what's crazy? When I was a kid cleaning my room, I would pick up clothes of my feet and like throw them up to myself so as to not have to bend I over. I can still
1: do that. I have, like, lobster feet.
0: I thought you were going to make fun of me for doing that, Mikey. But No, yeah. no, no,
1: Alexa got mad because I pinched her with my toes. <laughs> I've done and like... that,
0: too. Yeah, they get so mad. Shh, it <laughs> left a bruise. Wow, I didn't realize you were going to admit to abusing your girlfriend on the show, but oh, I think it's good that it's wow. out. I think it's good that it's out and that people know. Paige has checked out of the podcast. <laughs> she is hurling in the corner.
1: I felt really bad because she was like, do you remember when you pinched me through your toes? This is that mark. And I was like, <laughs> oh
0: no. You should be bruising her in other ways. Like emotionally, Mikey.
3: <laughs> a monster energy drink just came out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You pinched a woman with your toes. I've done that to people. And left
0: left a bruise I've <laughs> not done that to people. Yeah.
3: What kind of fucked up
0: toe strength <laughs> do you have?
1: He got that dumb
0: toe strength.
1: Look, I'm strong everywhere. <laughs> even in the toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse, Paige. It's a curse.
3: <laughs> I think you're just storing farts and converting them into <laughs> string.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
2: God.
0: Oh, my God. I fucking hate this episode. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: so sorry. So, Mad Men Mars is, like, pops out of the woods as Dave is looking around is like, can I ask you a question? And then just, like, <laughs> axes him in the face. But we don't see it because I think they couldn't afford... I think they can only afford so much gore. Yeah. Yeah. Effects. And so there's a lot of stuff that happens off camera in this movie. Back at camp, Stacy goes into the office and is like, I'm going to go find the other two that are fucking in that tent because we need to round up a search party at this point. You stay here, useless bitch. I'm going to (laughs) go. Which is essentially what she implies. She's like, you're content to sit behind and
0: I'm not. She literally says that. Who's she talking to? To Betsy.
3: The same woman that hours before she was, yeah. like, was like,
1: We're not female friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't have Mary I don't have many female friends, and I think you're one of them. Yeah.
1: She's like, I think not.
3: <laughs> not anymore. So meanwhile, 80's Topher Grace and Ellie are boning, and Stacy just like pops into the tent and just like, ding dong. Hey, <laughs> bunch of people are missing in the forest. You gotta help us out. Uh so you know, get whatever pumps you got left in and then let's go. And they do just
1: go back to having sex.
3: They do, they finish yeah. for sure. A couple more <laughs> minutes, nobody's gonna notice. It's
1: fine. Yeah. Look all the kids we found. I left them on your chest.
3: <laughs> Mikey,
2: she is in the forest and she's gonna have to clean that up with old leaves because T P
3: is
0: dead. So <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I love when Mikey's laughing so much He can't talk It's my favorite He'll use his mustache (laughs) He'll use his mustache Sweep it away I like when Mikey's doing perverted jokes Through a peephole I want this to be kind of (laughs) a regular (laughs) thing
3: waiting for the day when we like look through the peephole and see him jerking with one of his toes because clearly he's capable.
0: He's going to give that dick a bruise. He's going to give that dick a bruise.
3: <laughs> fucking feet. I hate this peephole so much. <laughs> We've been making fun kind of Todd's feet this entire time but clearly Mikey has the dangerous feet. Oh how the toes have turned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Stacy's walking back to camp. Her flashlight's going in and out madman mars is following her and we get like his pov for a bit so he's just like <laughs> <"Brain."> <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird um <laughs> so he follows her she makes it back to camp because apparently camp is like five steps away it's
0: very close yes
3: i don't know how anyone's getting lost at this point point. and then something even <laughs> crazier happens because she makes it back to camp and Gets into the truck It won't turn over right away But she finds another flashlight Gets out of the car Opens up the hood Fixes something Gets the truck to turn over Yeah Just as Madman Mars Tries to get into the truck And his noise is like His hand is like It's so funny Like a disappointed dog Like If Scooby Doo (laughs) thought he was going to get a Scooby snack and then didn't, that's the noise that happens.
1: Absolutely. It's like,
3: oh,
1: Raggy. Okay, I (laughs) I have to interrupt. I had to text to get permission to add add this part of the story.
2: Is it more about the bruise?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the bruise was on her boob.
0: (laughs) What are you into that you pinched her boob with your foot? (laughs) (laughs)
2: I bet.
1: I didn't want to
3: say that part without asking. I've known my husband for almost six years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So naturally, he's left toe bruises on your boobs
3: never once (laughs) not even once that's not even been an option I wouldn't even think of that as a thing that could happen to me and now I have a whole new set of anxieties
0: (laughs) 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 it was an accident (laughs) (laughs) i guarantee you it was not an accident (laughs) there's no way to accidentally do that i'm
3: I'm thinking there was like a chip or something on her shirt and he was like gonna grab that for later
1: and with his foot no with his foot this was during sweet amore we, we, we were on the couch watching a movie and she was on the other end
3: and I was like What movie? Happy Feet?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I went to be a little painful and I was like, mm, let's like get this going. I'll like I'll just like do a little pinchy of the, the boom. And then she was like, Ow! She's <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: 'Cause you committed a toe hate crime against the boob. Domestic violence. <laughs> it was domestic violence. Oh no, Oklahoma. <laughs> Guys, this is a very serious subject. Ugh. Learn
1: the signs of
0: domestic violence. And so she came back the next day,
1: and she was like, "Look at my boob. Look, what- that's a that's from your toes."
3: And you know people are like nice hickeys, and she's like, no.
0: Let me tell you about my man's toes.
3: These are toes. And they're like, did he kick you in the tit? And she's like, no. It's weirder
1: than that. She said if I had superpowers, I would have lobster feet.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because essentially you just lobster clawed her titties with your feet. As punishment, she should get to eat your toes with butter.
1: All right.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I feel bad for people who are missing this episode because they never heard of this movie because they are missing gold. Oh, my God. I want to see your lobster, toe, and someone eating them memes immediately. (laughs) Anyway, that's
1: the end of that story. Oh, my God.
0: Mikey, it's not the end of it. I guarantee you. (laughs) This story is going to live on for
1: a while. Can you guys believe I've had a hard time locking it down?
0: (laughs) Nope. So (laughs)
3: she's (laughs) in the truck and she's going to drive to the end of the trail, which, by the way, is the campfire. Yeah. So like we've seen multiple people like walking it is clearly not a big deal. Uh, So she drives out and Madman Mars doesn't get into the truck. So now he has to walk, but he still beats her there. He can teleport. Anyway, so meanwhile, Ellie and Bill get back to the office. They're talking to Betsy, and they're like, we should have all gone. I don't know why people are going off alone. The two of us are going to go out together to try and find everyone else and bring them back. Yeah. And they're like... Are you okay here alone? And she's like, "Well, I've only got five kids to look after because Richie was one." And I was like, "So they have six counselors for six kids. It's one to one. Yeah, one to one defense." And it's almost two in the morning. Meanwhile, Stacy is in the woods looking for everyone, and Madman Mars somehow beat her out there. Teleport. Yep. She sees the light from Dave's lantern. She grabs it, lifts it. She sees Dave. Dave's like feet, and is like, "Dave." Are you hurt? Oh, God. And pulls the body up, and it's headless, and her scream is one of the funniest things I've ever heard because <laughs> she's just like, yeah oh Oh, god and it squirts blood all over her then the body gets dragged away so she runs back to the truck gets in the truck won't start she gets the flashlight goes under the hood and this is actually this kill is something that i put in the comic i wrote but I was referencing uh, Friday the 13th 5. So this is a kill that happens in at least two different horror movies where she's leaning under the like hood. Yeah. And then he closes the lid on her head, yes. decapitating her. So he then drags her body away. So Bill and Ellie find the pickup, don't notice that it's covered in blood.
0: Well, no, Ellie does. Ellie sees Cropsy killing her and then runs Well that's later. Oh, I thought I thought it was right there, my bad.
1: No, no, no. They find the bloody pickup. They're like,
0: that's
3: weird. Yeah, it's a continuity error because her body is gone. They find the pickup, then they split, and then later Ellie sees him moving her body away from oh the truck. Oh my
0: God, this this is a bonkers movie. It's a bonkers it's movie. so bad.
3: But before they split up, they decide to kiss, and everyone in this movie kisses weird, so they go 50-50, yeah. but she goes at it full teeth. Yeah. Like, teeth first.
1: Mm, chipmunk kisses.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Chipmunk>
1: kisses.
3: <laughs> so he goes off to search one way she goes the other way they're going to make a circle and meet yeah on the other side
0: after just having a conversation about how they shouldn't split up and they should go as a search party yes
3: yeah absolutely yeah so he finds axe scratches in the tree and the drag marks on the ground yeah And this is where she sees him moving that body by
0: the truck, even though the body was already gone when they found the truck. So think about that. In order for this to make sense, he would have had to have moved the body after decapitating, then come back and then run away with it again. What's wrong with that? Oh, my God. Everything. Everything. Mikey is wrong with that.
3: But so she screams and conservatively, there are about 20 minutes of this movie left Ellie will scream for the next 20 minutes straight. Yeah. Because she has a great scream.
0: Yeah, she does. But it was annoying. I mean, when she finally dies, I was like, thank God. If I had another chance, I'd shoot her with a shotgun through a window. Yeah,
3: (laughs) absolutely. So she screams. Bill comes running. They run into each other. Yeah. They decide that they're going to go back to camp where they're like, we shouldn't be out here alone. Let's go back to camp. So they get in the truck. It won't start. And there's this gross squishing noise. Oh. And he goes to check under the hood and it's Stacy's head. And he's just like. Time out.
1: This is where I wrote the joke. Okay. It was a broken head gasket. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a real car part. I yeah, researched it, is, it is. And everything.
0: Well done, Mikey. Well done. I love when you write jokes. Comedy.
3: <laughs> so he tries to get ellie to stay in the truck she doesn't she screams right uh he pulls the head out he gets her back in the truck yeah he replaces the head gasket yeah replaces the head gasket gets the truck started and madman mars grabs him out of what is supposed to be a moving truck window
0: which is <laughs> hilarious because they are moving and we even show them crash into a tree later but cropsy or madman is not running he's standing still And pulling him out of the window
3: Well and clearly inside the truck Nothing is moving Right But we've established that he started the truck And they are
0: moving It's just It's bad Yeah well when he pulls him out They literally crash into a tree Very
1: slowly
3: Yeah
0: And Ellie falls out of
1: it And
3: then
0: Madman lifts up Billy
3: And breaks his back Bane style As he just goes like (laughs) Ellie Snap
1: I've broken the billy.
3: Oh, and crops is So meanwhile, Richie sees him dragging bodies through the forest, and instead of like running to warn people, he follows him back to the house where I guess he's dragging all these bodies for some reason. Yeah. And Richie goes down into the cellar, but this is where Madman runs away from the house to go out and get more teens, I guess. And it's it's just like gerble bargle bargle and he's doing the like the <laughs>
1: The gorilla run? Yeah. The gorilla Ted run? Cannon. Richie is the real villain. I have notes about this. Save this for fun facts. Because, no, you're not going to have notes about this. This is my own theory. It is not <laughs> your own theory. Richie wants to be valedictorian.
3: Oh, okay. Maybe that is.
1: <laughs> when they get back to city school. So he, the other gifted children, are the other people threatening his valedictorian status so he brings but then why didn't he kill them because he doesn't want to get his hands dirty he's richie richie rich oh i see but then why is he killing the counselors well he richie's just trying to draw madman max back into the camp every time to kill his rivals oh oh i thought you meant there was no madman max it was just richie no that's not my theory Richie finds Madman Max and uses him as a pawn to become valedictorian of his high school in the city. So he, every time Madman Max wants to go home and sleep or take a nap, he he throws rocks at his house and draws him back to camp.
3: Okay, all right. Anyway, Richie goes into the cellar and sees something terrible. Question mark. We don't know what it is. So meanwhile, Betsy is back at camp checking on the kids. And Ellie finally makes her way back to camp on foot. Because, again, camp is not that far. They didn't need to take the truck in the first place. (laughs) So Ellie (laughs) collapses on the floor of the office and then crawls through the rest of camp for the most part. And all I kept thinking was she got to the office... Where there is a phone
0: that works. Yeah, because they call the old man who owns the place later.
3: Well, and this is... So Ellie gets to the office with the phone. She doesn't call 911. Right. She ignores the phone, goes after Betsy. And again, this is where we're seeing the bulk of the rest of the camp. And now this is the first time that we've realized that there's only six kids there. And you're like, this whole place for six kids? (laughs) So she thinks she sees Betsy, but no it's madman mars it's his dark shadow and he axes through the door like the shining just yes. like here's gorilla and <laughs> here's monkey that's what it should have been oh i um, like it yeah so she pulls an indiana jones and climbs into the fridge but it's also an old locking fridge so she shouldn't be able to get out of it but she does <laughs> anyway this is
1: very interesting of a move.
3: Yeah, especially because she pulls all of the stuff out of the fridge, which would then be on the floor in front of the fridge. Making
0: it extremely clear where she is.
3: Where she is is dead giveaway, but yeah. he does not open the fridge. She pushes the door open and she kind of makes her way out into the room, but he is clearly still there right looking like spirit halloween hagrid and
0: <laughs> i'm a murderer harry
3: <laughs> yeah i'm a murderer harry i use a bicycle that's how i've been getting around so fast um this is just hogwarts It's bogwarts <laughs> so she gets an axe to the chest yep and has been screaming this entire time i don't know how betsy didn't hear any of this and i don't know what richie is up to <laughs> <laughs> the movie doesn't seem to know or care
1: either i know what richie's up to <laughs>
3: <laughs> so betsy walks back towards the office as she does she sees ellie's body inside the living room area through the window so she runs to the office picks up the phone and i'm like finally someone's gonna call 9-1-1 no she calls the owner of the camp yeah, like an idiot like an idiot and then hangs up and then doesn't call nine i'm like you
0: have a working phone! And neither does he, because we see him at the end of the movie, and their cops aren't, like, trailing him or anything. No. So, she sees... Madman moving
3: across camp with an axe. So she gets a giant rifle off the wall and loads it and grabs extra shells as well. Meanwhile, in the boys cabin, he's like looking in through their window and Betsy approaches with a gun. She's trying to kind of like follow him around camp. And at this point, there's only 10 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And like five of it is her just walking around with that gun super slowly. Yeah. A super long gun, too. It's like as tall as her. It's like an old timey musket. Yeah. So, as she walks past the common area, Ellie is actually not dead yet somehow and <laughs> presses her face against the window to try and scream for help. And Betsy shoots and kills Ellie yeah. essentially.
0: See the way I read that scene is that crowd. he was holding up the yeah, body. That yeah, that madman was holding up the body. Yeah, and then she just shot her dead friend.
3: I mean, I guess he could be because he teleports in this right. movie, but we've just established him somewhere else. No, in no, camp. I know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
3: so I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> I like your reading of it, where she murders her friend on accident. She goes straight up Dick Cheney on her.
3: Well, and then my I, here's also supporting my theory. Uh, The little girls in the cabin see her do it. And she's like, get back in the cabin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wake everyone up. Wake everybody up. Everyone's up.
1: You just shot a shotgun (laughs) four feet from the cabin.
0: (laughs) You just committed a murder. Everyone's awake.
3: So she gets everyone up and loads them onto the bus. Great idea. Yeah. And and they get the bus going. They're driving until. (laughs) Robble, robble. Just like (laughs) gorillas across the road. I want a shot-for-shot
0: remake of this where it's the Hamburglar.
3: (laughs) Where it's the Hamburglar. And she slams on the brakes instead of just, like, hitting the gas. Yeah. Like, bust this fool. What are you talking about? Yeah. So she stays stopped, and he tries to get in the bus door. They hit his weird plastic glove hands with a baseball bat (laughs) until he finally pulls out of the door. And then, instead... Of just driving the fuck away. She's like, I gotta end this. Yeah, she sees him carrying Ellie's body. And so she's like, hey, child...
1: You drive the bus And he was like Full up 30 So he was like I will do it ma'am
3: <laughs> I th- He's supposed to be like 14 though But she's like Drive it directly To the police station Get moving
0: <laughs> I honestly thought He was another counselor Because he was so old Yeah know, This is I definitely know. One of the
1: top 10 Dumbest moves In a horror movie I think I have ever seen
0: Yeah I mean Ellie's already dead Like if Ellie was Like alive still I could see it maybe But Ellie was fully dead Which she made sure of When she shot <laughs> Ellie <laughs> in double chapter uh, yeah. And she doubles <laughs> after. No offense to
1: both of you, but if one of you got carried off after I shot you in the face by a madman, I would be like, we gotta take this bus of children. It like you, it's your responsibility to ensure the children survive and make sure they get back to the sheriff's department. Absolutely, I Mikey.
0: believe the children are future <laughs> straight yeah. to the cops and then
1: <laughs> drive this bus away. And and then also <laughs> This is not really within Betsy's character, and this is my big critique of the film because yes. Betsy knows that this world is full of country dick and she doesn't need to save anybody <laughs> to be happy.
3: That is true. And also at this point, there's literally five minutes left in the movie.
1: Well, this this movie could have worked if she drove the kid the kids out and survived as like a final girl and Richie came back and got killed at the like the same way she was. Right. Does.
3: But instead, she goes to the house, she kind of hunts him around the house for a little bit. And gets down into the cellar where he lifts her up and, well, first he scratches her face. Yeah. But then he drags her down into the cellar and puts her on a meat hook. And we reveal that that's everyone's on meat hooks. So, like, that's his collection. Yeah, he's collecting bodies. Yeah. And we get, like, a full shot of the guy. And, again, it is spirit Halloween Hagrid. Yeah. And she, somehow still alive, on a meat hook, takes a knife out and is like, enough! And stabs him in the back which causes him to knock over one of his precious candles, which starts a fire.
1: Which he makes homemade.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And he, at this point, sounds kind of like a sick cat where he's like, as he's just not even burning alive so much as just like, almost like putting his hands up like, my collection, consumed by my mad dream. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) We cut to Max driving back to the camp where he sees Richie in the middle of the road And Richie just says, Madman Mars. And then we get a montage of bodies across his face. He's real.
0: (laughs) And that's that's the movie. movie. All right, so having seen the movie, having talked about Country Dick for two hours, what do you guys think about Madman?
3: Everyone should watch this movie.
0: (laughs) But in the same way, everyone should watch The Room. Like, it's terrible. But it has to be seen.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad I watched it. I'm glad it's in my life.
0: Me too. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to force
3: other people to watch it. Absolutely. This is my
0: (laughs) new remember me.
3: Oh. oh what! Age of Adelines, the newer.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think everyone needs to watch this movie because it is that bad. But just know it's terrible going into it. You need popcorn, alcohol, a friend you can make fun of it with, and then you're going to have a good night. Yeah, absolutely. And the, if the night doesn't end with one of you guys having a toe pinch bruising your boob, you didn't do it right. <laughs> Restart again tomorrow. Guess I got to do it again.
1: <laughs> that caused some minor hiccups for me.
0: It
3: gave her hiccups and bruises. <laughs> And Alexa's a miner? Oh my <laughs> Yeah, she works in a gold mine <laughs>
0: downtown. I don't think we need to do a deep dive in Final Thoughts. Maybe we should just jump into Fun Facts page. Yes. So, here us with your Fun Facts. Madman Mad Fun, fun facts. facts. So,
3: let's actually start off by talking about Cropsey for okay. a second. Yeah,
0: please. I don't know anything about Cropsey except for he's an amazing DJ.
3: <laughs> so. Cropsey is actually an urban legend There is not an official Cropsy.
0: Oh okay I thought it was like uh, The Amityville Horror sort of Where it's like a It kind of becomes that way I'll explain Okay okay
3: So the urban legend of Cropsey Is that he is a homicidal person Who has escaped from a mental
1: health facility I thought he lived in the tunnels
3: I'll get to the tunnels calm down Damn
1: oh, Damn. okay sorry
3: <laughs> So he has escaped from a facility He has a hook for a hand yeah. And he would hunt children And then drag them back Through the tunnel sy- system That laid under The ruins of Old Seaview Hospital Which was previously A tuberculosis sanitarium So that's the urban legend okay. It is specific to that area of Staten Island it's specific to that hospital, but it is not a real person. Okay. However, in the 70s and 80s, a an actual killer mirrored the case so closely that he has forever been kind of synonymized with Cropsey. Okay. If you watch the Cropsey documentary, it focuses heavily on a man named Andre Rand, So Andre Rand was a janitor at the Willowbrook State School on Staten Island. If you know anything about state schools, and this is not like a college, state college, this is unique to the 20s through the 70s and even into the 80s, where America and various states had reform schools where families would either send troubled children, air quotes, Children from the foster system would be sent there. Right. Uh if you committed crimes as a child, you could often be sent there. Charles Manson spent a lot of time in one. Carl room did. It creates serial killers. It's a bad place. It yeah. is not good. Also, so many murders happened on those campuses, and we will never know how many because some of those children were foster system children or children who'd been abandoned by their families, and so their bodies are never claimed. They are lost to history, and they have excavated some of those schools and just found mass graves. So Willowbrook State School is no exception. But in the 70s, because it was still operating, it's one of the few that was still operating at that point, Geraldo Rivera does an expose on the school that reveals that it was severely overcrowded. There was rampant sexual abuse. They were literally just physically abusing those kids and just leaving them in unsanitary conditions. They weren't being fed regularly. They weren't being cleaned. Uh, medical staff intentionally injected healthy children with hepatitis oh. to get to get money for a hepatitis- Like study? Drug study, oh, yes. Oh my God. And so it's it's a bad, 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 bad place. Yeah. And this guy was one of the groundskeepers. So when they shut the school down in 1987, what they didn't know- is that he was still living on the grounds. He had like been camping there and has unbeknownst to the staff had been living on the grounds of the school and had kidnapped one of the girls from the school. Oh, yeah. A girl named Jennifer Schweiger, who was a 12 year old girl with down syndrome And he murdered and buried her. They found her body. And they have then since connected him to a string of other cold cases of other children. So he ends up in jail uh, in 1969 for the attempted sexual assault of a nine-year-old, but then still gets hired at that school once he gets out of jail. God. In 1983, while still working for the school, he went to jail again because he kidnapped a bus full of children from a local YMCA and tried to drive them to an airport. What? Yes, but there wasn't enough physical evidence to charge him, so he only ended up in jail for a a couple years at the time. But he is suspected in the disappearances of Alex Pereira, Holly Ann Hughes, and Tia Hees, I believe is the name, Tahase. Uh, Jackson okay. Hank Gaforio, uh who was actually 22 uh, but w- had a, a disability and was last seen with him at a diner and to this day none of the bodies have been found okay and there wasn't enough evidence in any of the cases to charge him with any of the people I just listed only Jennifer's but because Jennifer's had so much evidence they actually sentenced him to 25 years, and he would have been eligible for parole in 2008. But in 2004, they found new evidence and were able to charge him with additional murders. So he will not be eligible for parole until 2037, when he'll be 93 years old. Okay. Uh, but often, people associate him with the legend of Cropsey. Right. right.
1: And missing children in like, Staten Island, right?
3: Right. But that all happened after this movie and The Burning were made. So originally, Mad Men was supposed to be a movie about Cropsy, But they found out that at the same time, The Burning in 1981 being made at the same time was also based on Cropsey and they were literally calling the killer Cropsey in the burning so they rewrote this script to change the name and change some of the details so it was like Cropsey but not Cropsey right so Paul Ellers, who is uh the man in the suit uh for Mad Men Mars his son was actually born born during the shooting of the movie and he found out his wife was in labor while filming a scene in the full costume.
0: Oh my god.
3: He went immediately to the hospital oh, where he this. held his newborn son for the first time while still wearing his makeup and overalls covered in fake
0: blood. <laughs> Holy that's shit, that's wild.
3: Uh according to him and I have a sneaking suspicion that he provided a lot of the fun facts to IMDb and other places because a lot of them are about him. Uh, and he worked on making some of the documentaries that will come later. Yeah. But according to him, the fake feet that he wore as part of the costume were very slippery and caused him to almost fall out of the tree when he's watching the campers in the woods. Uh, he also is the one who designed that red and black movie logo that shows at the beginning and end of the movie during the credits. Okay. He has also only been in short films since one of which being a short documentary about this movie.
0: Well, that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Originally the illustration he created was going to be the film's poster, but the distributors had already created another poster for the movie. So it didn't get used. It only gets used during the credits. Oh, so he is featured in uh, 30 years of mad men And uh, 35 and Still Alive. So they'd done two different documentaries like five years apart. And they're short, but they're pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Much like Sleepaway Camp, they had to paint the leaves and trees of bushes green on location (laughs) because this was shot in the winter, but was supposed to be set in the summer. Originally, they wanted Vincent Price to play the role of Max, the guy who owns the camp.
0: Oh, wow. Mm. That would have been great. Right? Yeah.
3: So... Tom Candela, who plays Richie, had to pretend to walk downstairs for the scene where he goes into the basement because the room he was actually entering was just a closet. So he does the fake like.
0: Yeah, like stepping down. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would like behind a counter or something like that. Uh, The producer, Gary Sayles, wrote the songs featured in the film. Oh, wow. Tony Fish sings two of them. He's credited with the vocals with his real birth name tony nunziata uh, and he never was in anything after this <laughs> i'll get into it a little bit more at the end <laughs> okay. uh, jan claire who plays ellie assisted with casting the film she was actually the casting assistant and was brought in to play the role of ellie last minute when the original actress dropped out however she has worked more than almost anyone else after this really? as an act as an actress, I just want to be clear. As uh-huh. an actress, because I'll get to somebody who does other stuff later on. As an actress, okay. she's been on like King of Queens, a couple other things. That's awesome. It's bit, it's bit parts, but she works pretty steadily, at least up till like two thousand. I think nine was the last That's one I great. saw. And I am good for her. So the scene where. Uh, where Betsy gets to the house and Richie is maybe there, maybe not. It's kind of confusing because of the teleporting. Yeah. They actually cut a scene where Betsy runs into Richie walking through the woods. They thought that it slowed down the pace of the film, but also it like, there's no explanation for why Richie has watched everyone get murdered and didn't tell anybody and didn't come back to camp and like all this stuff. Right. I so, have an
1: explanation.
3: <laughs> I know. Um, so, the movie's ending, where they find Richie on the road, was originally going to be the setup for a sequel. And in the sequel, Richie was supposed to be blamed for all of the murders because he's the only one left standing. Okay. While Madman continues roaming the woods. And it just says the sequel has yet to be made (laughs) So (laughs) let's get back to Tony who sang the songs and all the stuff He was so excited to be in a movie and wanted to go method So he would actually choke himself with a rubber band for the hanging scene To look as realistically dead as possible So his face color and everything is authentic And the director didn't like it because sometimes he would accidentally pass out during takes this is his only film. <laughs> now, I went through a deep dive and looked up almost everyone who was in this. Pretty much no one else did anything else except for the girl who played Ellie, did some bit bars on TV. And Betsy, yes. who, by the way, is credited under a different name for this movie. But she was in Dawn of the Dead. Yep. She was in Creep Show, And after that, she decided that acting wasn't really her thing. And instead became a super famous documentary filmmaker where she is like wildly successful and has won a ton of awards and shit yeah. where she's like one of the like, if you want a documentary made, you call this lady. It's wild to think that like this is where she starts and that's where she ends up. But those <laughs> are your fun facts.
0: Well, thank you so much for those fun facts. That is amazing. Okay. So, let's talk box office. So, what do you think the budget was for Madman when they shot it? And they shot it in uh, 81, I believe. I'm going to say $17. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's No,
3: I'll go uh, $50,000.
1: Okay. I have to recuse myself because I accidentally saw them. Okay. They have started adding some of this box office stuff to, like, regular Google search, and uh, it's ruining my vibe.
0: Yeah. So, in 1981, Madman remained in distribution limbo until being acquired by Jensen Farley Pictures at the end of that year. And in January 82, it was screened in Wilmington, Delaware, and Detroit, Michigan. It had its premiere in New York City the following year, so a year after it premiered in Wilmington and Detroit, it was in New York City on January 7th, 1983, and in Los Angeles on February 18th, 1983, but didn't do that great until it entered the drive-in circuit, And that's where it grossed $1.3 million. I mean, good for them. Yeah, that's more than the budget. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure they made money on it, but it didn't do well in theaters, nor was it released in many theaters until it was in drive-ins. I think that's funny.
3: I think I mean that's actually pretty common for a lot of movies like this. Yeah. But also I feel like this is the perfect drive in movie. Yes. Like I would love to see this in a drive in. It'd be great.
0: Yeah, I mean this is the kind of movie where you don't have to pay attention, but you you know what's happening.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's why no one seems to care that he seems to, to teleport.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. They're like, oh, I'm, I must have missed him walking back to his house when I was getting popcorn. Yep. So that's your box office. But, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale?
1: Our scary scale, listeners, is a scale of one to ten of how scary we found the film today. Yep. It's not a scary. It's not a scale of quality, uh, but it is a scale of scariness. And our one example is Ghostbusters, and our ten example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I believe all of us will say one. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's a one. All right. So that's our scary scale. Yeah, it's ones all
0: around. It's not scary. It's funny. You should watch it. Yeah, it's an unintentional horror comedy, (laughs) Madman. Yep. So this week, you guys made me watch Madman. What are you guys making me watch next week? Uh, We're not. The listeners are. Oh, that's right. And the winner of the listener request was actually Wolf Creek. Like I was really surprised by that. When I saw that Final Girls is on the list, I figured that was going to win. But, man, the Discord Patreon members like pulled together and rallied votes behind Wolf Creek. So that is the movie we will be watching next week. So your homework for next week is to venture into the Australian Outback. Hopefully you won't meet a camping sort of style murderer, and watch Wolf Creek. So, um, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Da-da, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mikey, while you look up a review, let me tell them how they can have their review run on the podcast, and that is to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it. So, Mikey, whose review are you
1: going to read this week? Uh, we got a few. Uh, yeah, we got a few. ISIS717 says, and that's the review. They say, always a great listen while I am running my miles every day.
0: Oh, well, great. I'm glad you enjoy us while you exercise.
1: The fun facts are always the best part for me. I think they're great. I love the fun facts. Thanks for helping me focus while I exercise and keep me in the loop about things I might have missed while watching the movies. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) Five stars.
0: Oh, is that the end of it? Thank you so much, Isis717, for that awesome five-star review. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, enjoy your running. I love running. It's a lot of fun. tiktok mikey is at m randolph 24 and i am at todd j awesome if you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier Mm -hmm. than the regular feed drop we do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that so guys check out the patreon and help support the show if you can't financially support the show that's understandable that's fine but if you want to hang out with us on the daily join the facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin. we also link it like once a week so just find it there and join the awesome facebook group and literally we're in there talking every day it's awesome and if you want to check out our twitch stream we're at twitch.tv slash todd awesome where we will be playing horror video games so if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared you can now do that on twitch while i play these horror games it's Twitch.tv slash todd awesome guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. So this episode was brought to you by Nick B. B. Nick
3: B fun fact. Oh, yeah. He DJs dressed as a
0: gorilla. <laughs> Featuring crossy. This episode also brought to you by. Ori. Ory. and Ori DJs has a banana sorry <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 it's peanut butter jelly time peanut butter jelly time where are you at? where are you at don't Google what happened to the guy who sang that song this episode also brought to you by Tia and Tia just wants you guys to know that she listens to us while she uh puts up with her teenage kids so This week, her teenage kid Googled what happened to the guy who sang the peanut butter and jelly time song and was just very sad all week.
3: He's Snoop Dogg's brother-in-law. Yep. Okay, so he shot a police officer non-fatally in the head and chest and then barricaded himself in a Las Vegas apartment, taking two men hostage. The hostages escaped unharmed. Yeah. And a recording was played over the phone of his brother-in-law, Snoop Dogg, attempting to convince him to surrender to no avail. After an 11-hour standoff, he was found dead in the apartment's bathroom, holding a handgun in his right hand with a gunshot wound to his right temple. Police stated that no officer had fired. His death directly led to the disbandment of his group, the Buckwheat Boys. Yeah, that
0: did peanut butter jelly time. Yeah. All right. That was... A really dark turn for the Patreonicals, but this episode also brought to you by Brandon's Bug Business, and Brandon's Bug Business can ship you some bugs. It's actually called Bug Cage Company on Facebook, though. So if you have any spider, scorpion needs, maybe you have a millipede who has the milla need for some milla speed, you can get a bug shipped to you with some milla speed by reaching yeah. out to Bug Cage Company on Facebook. This episode also brought to you by the letter Jeff, and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week. They break down a new episode, not new episodes, the episodes of Jessica Jones that were on Netflix. And they've recently moved to Agent Carter. So check out that podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, wherever podcasts can be found. This episode also brought to you by Awesome Possum Blossom. And Awesome Possum Blossom wants me to give you some awesome possum facts. So here's one for you. Due to a possum's low body temperature and successful immune system, it's very rare for one to carry rabies. Cool. Cool. Yeah, ooh, very cool fact. Ooh. There's your possum fact. Thanks, Yerfs. <laughs> <laughs> we now return you to another episode of uh, the, the
1: Patrioticals. All right. So last time we came here uh, at the uh Dreskel. Dreskel, yes. He's from the Illuminati, and he had Chippendale on his shoulders. Yep, that's how it ended. Most evil Matthew was a taken aback, but Kaylee, his most evil girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> who, who has pocket knives and looks bad. Yeah, she's beautiful and bad. She uh, puts a control collar on Dreskel. <gasps> oh, no. And now it was Evil Matthews in charge of the Illuminati. <gasps> it uh, happened and, so quick. Yeah, he snaps the necks of Chip and Dale, the chipmunks.
3: Oh, I was picturing dancers, but okay. ch ch chip and Dale. Exotic dancers, ch chip <laughs> and Dale. When they're mansers. Mansers? Yeah, man dancers.
0: Oh, I got you. Uh-huh. That makes
1: sense. Okay. And they're like, "Dreskel, where where can we broadcast to the entire world?" And they're like, "Oh, the CNN tower in Atlanta is a secret Illuminati facility. If you go there and take it over, it'll you can broadcast to the entire world." So
0: I swear, if this becomes a QAnon conspiracy, I'll never I'll never forgive you, Mikey.
1: Is it not? <laughs> Always been. Uh, so he calls Danielle of the Moon, the Moon Princess. Right.
3: I think you mean the Moon Princess.
1: Yes, the Moon from the Moon, and then the Moon General Aaron, and then uh, they're like, how, "What? What? How many spaceships do we need to go to to get the scene in town?" And they're like, "Well, who knows? Uh, we're from the Moon, so like, what do you <laughs> want
0: to do?" Do they have vehicles that can leave the Moon? Like they have spaceships,
1: flying saucers. There's okay. flying saucers that. So they get into, they're taking like half a dozen okay. to, to Atlanta to attack the CNN Tower. And uh, in response, uh, Scott and Amy go and pick up Karun at their pre-established base from a previous episode. Uh, oh, and Amy, okay. Amy and Scott have been making a spaceship. and Right. Uh, we, that's established. But uh, basically, Dave and Eddie and Kate and Karun and Scott. Sa- Sasha, we're all at the base. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Wes, the ghost from the future, had appeared to them, and he was like, listen, the future is bleak. If we don't stop most evil Matthew, if you thought what happened last time before we reset the Patronicles was really bad, like this is going to be even weirder and worse. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's like, I can't interact physically with anything. I'm a ghost who died, and I time-traveled from the future. So we have to stop them. And uh, all of a sudden, Domasaurus drops from the ground, and he fucking eats Dave in front of them <laughs> and shits him out. Oh, wow, and he's that was like, quick. I didn't realize our digestive systems worked that fast. I'm here to fuck you up. And then he punches, he hits uh, Kate with his tail and flings her back. And uh, Karun starts crying. He's like, you're my only friend, and I hate her. And uh, Domasaurus is like, I'm going to eat you next, Karun. And then... Uh, <laughs> is so funny. And then, so Eddie Eddie has some dogs there that he's talking to. The dogs talk Domasaurus, but Domasaurus kills the dogs extra cruelly. And then he says, I don't like killing animals, but I'm under orders from most evil Matthew. Well, he's got a kill- control
0: collar on. Well, yeah. And he can't reach it with his little hands to get it off. Right. And right. he's also
1: under moral order saying, most evil Matthew wants me to kill all animals on sight. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. Only the cute ones.
3: Shoot all pandas on <laughs> sight. <side>, right.
2: <laughs> and then uh,
1: Eddie Eddie starts crying and Sasha goes over and she like consoles him. And then she whispers and she's like, I still have feelings for you and I don't know what to do about it. And he's like, this is a bad time. <laughs> And she's like, I can't think about anything else besides getting back together with you. And he's like, this is still like a really bad time. I'm crying because my dog got murdered. Right. And Kate flings Scott with her mind. And then like he is wrestling with Domasaurus. Uh, Amy throws dipping Dots under his feet and Domasaurus falls.
3: <laughs> the ice cream of the future?
1: Yeah. It's from space. It's space ice cream page. They <laughs> melt and he slips. That's what it is. And they melt faster because they're only dots. Right. And they're able to get the control collar off of (gasps) Domosaurus. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. But then Isaac was there, too, and they didn't see him. And he slinks back off to warn the rest of the bad people. And that's the end of the episode.
0: Okay. How will Domasaurus changing sides affect our group of heroes? When you die, do you just, like, get to choose what era you want to haunt? Is Wes going to save us from a weirder and worse Patreonicals? Doubt it. Find out next week on another episode of uh, the, the
3: Patreonicals.
0: <laughs>
3: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm
1: Paige.
0: I'm Mikey, and I'm your horror virgin Todd. Keep it ooky spooky. Yeah.
1: Have a great week.
0: <laughs> Bye.
3: Cropsey nerds. d cropsey
0: nerds.